This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Less than a yard to gain on fourth down with 43 seconds remaining. Hey, what else could you want? What else could you want? Right now, let's go. Let's go. Hey, Aaron, this is the moment right now. For the world championship right here. Burrow to throw for it. He's hit. He flings it away on fourth down. Aaron Donald got there. Yes! Yes! I knew it! The greatest of all time does it in the biggest moment of Super Bowl 56. Aaron! Aaron! Hey! Come here! Welcome on in, BetQL Daily, Joe O, Aaron Hawksworth, Joe G, and Aaron Hawksworth. Joe O is not here today. I'm so used to doing that. Welcome on in, everybody. Joe is off. Uh, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you today on a Tuesday. We got a lot to get to. We'll get to a lot of NBAs. The show goes long. NCAA basketball, some futures we like. And uh, at some point, maybe we're going to figure out what kind of car Joe O's going to buy on his time off. So a lot to get to. Aaron, good morning. We just heard from Sean McVay there. How about that? That clip from NFL Films, he called it. He called that Aaron Donald was going to make the play to end the Super Bowl there on the sidelines. That's um, that's pretty cool that that he called that moment and he he knew his best player was going to make that play. I know. I mean, and still today, just a couple days after that Super Bowl, people are still debating whether he should have been the MVP. And uh, I I think it was Joe O that said yesterday, Shereen Williams said their votes had to be in what? Uh, A two-minute warning, right after the two-minute warning? That's tough. It really is. I mean, we we discussed it yesterday. It it was a close one. Um, I think we all had Cooper Cup MVP tickets but I was sweating it thinking why didn't I take Aaron Donald I'm an idiot we talked about defensive players winning it but sure enough goes to Cooper Cup so you know what I found out yesterday on on this and and um, then I want to throw in how much uh, how much the handle was in Vegas because it's amazing how much money was bet on this Super Bowl but when I found out yesterday I never knew this I don't know how I it just I'd never realized this you know that we could vote on the Super Bowl MVP you know that fan voting is a part of the Super Bowl MVP? I did not. I didn't know either. Apparently on NFL.com, starting in the beginning of the fourth quarter, a percentage of the vote is fan vote. So, like, that's amazing to me considering now that we can live can bet gamble. the MVP. Right. <laughs> so, like, it, it, and certain things you could kind of, like, narratives take over. right? And I don't – I have to look up to see how much percentage of the vote the fans want counts for. But at least mm-hmm. a part of this is the fan vote. And I – that makes me think almost always. How did we a, not know this? I don't know. It makes me think that almost always an, an offensive player is going to have the fan vote, right? Like that's like, that's what everyone gets excited for offense and yards and touchdowns. It's going to take a lot for a defensive player to get a fan vote before the game is over. Does it say what the percentage, what the breakdown is in terms of fans? The voters? I have to, I have to find it, but. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you could vote. Uh, I did. I found the landing page at NFL.com. Um, so I did find it here. Okay. So the NFL offers the option to vote through their website. It's, it's NFL.com slash Super Bowl MVP vote. And if you go there now, it's just like it's a picture of Cooper Cup, like with his hands on his head, like Cooper Cup wins the MVP. But obviously that wasn't there during the game. 
So fans vote count as 20% of the total vote. I know. That's a lot. I thought you were going to say five or something silly. 20%? 20%? Okay, so yep. if all of us gamblers get together and just hammer our tickets. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the team's losing 41 nothing. All of a sudden, a wave of votes come in on like this weird player on the other team. It's like... Everyone from the BetQL network, hey, guess what? We're all... <laughs> taking the same MVP. You have no option. You are voting for this. So we all win some money. It's incredible. So it's, I, I think Donald should have won the MVP. I don't have a problem with cup. I vote. I, 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 uh, I bet yeah. on cup, but uh, I feel I like he should have won it too. And I think the other thing that really had me going during the game is they kept showing him on camera too, pointing to his finger. And I'm like, this guy's going to win it. Yeah. <laughs> what was I thinking? So I, I saw a video someone spliced together. That's what Kobe Bryant did when he won his first ring. He just kept pointing to his finger. So I, I imagine oh. that's where Aaron Donald got that from. That was pretty cool. So um, it's amazing how much was bet on this. So Nevada Sportsbooks broke their all-time Super Bowl handle record, 179.8 million in bets on the game on Sunday. 179.8 million in bets Nevada Sportsbooks. Um, it okay. surpassed the previous record, which was four years ago, 154.6 million. Uh, it, it's pretty remarkable that this was the most wagered Super Bowl ever in Vegas. Like this doesn't even count, you know, mobile New sports York. betting or, or right or anything yeah. like that. This just this is just um, Vegas. Mm -hmm. Wow. I wonder what New York did. So the sportsbooks won. 15, 15.4 million from betters. 15.4 million the books took in in Vegas. Okay, random question, but like at what point do you need to like claim since it's tax time? <laughs> I feel like we're oh. doing our viewers a, a service here. Like, is there a certain amount you need to start reporting or do you just have to report it even if you won $20 kind of thing over the yeah, course? Yeah, I think there's a certain amount. Um, and I think it depends on if you cashed it out or not, right? If it's just sitting in an app versus if you've, you, you've taken the money out and it's now in your bank account. So mm -hmm. um, you're right. We're, we're getting to that time. It's weird. It's like, well, especially <laughs> if people want a lot, right. Then it's like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta talk about that. You gotta, you, gotta, you have to tell your tax. Yeah. Like what yeah. is our boy crack doing? Talking about betting <laughs> six figures on the super. Bowl. Yeah. I imagine crack's got a, got a, an accountant handling this for him. <laughs> I can't imagine he's sitting there looking at tickets one by one. Well, when we had Simon Hunter on last week, remember he said after the Super Bowl, it would take him three Oh weeks. yeah. Thousands of bets, he said. Three weeks to figure and out how much he won. Did he sweep? Because I think he did pretty well. I wonder if he only narrowed down, like, let's say five bets that he felt like all his research, these are locks, and then just bet all of, you know, every yeah. sports book he could find. I'm, I'm more curious about his strategies. He seems so cool to me. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm fascinated by that dude. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's definitely one of my favorite guests that we have on this show, and and uh, hopefully when he's done counting, he came out on top and and did really well. So Nevada uh, shatters the uh, the record there for Super Bowl voting, which is uh, Super Bowl betting, which is pretty. Amazing. Can we talk about the Warriors for a minute? Let's I do was it. so mad when they lost. They they have not been playing well, and in in terms of NBA, I had a crappy night. Sabonis nine points, nine boards. Did he get a double-double? No. 
And why did I put him in two different parlays thinking he was the lock? Because he wasn't. I don't know what's going on, Joji, but my double-doubles have not been hitting. I may have to just take a break because I feel like with the all-star break, maybe this is kind of like a doubt of a week. I, I don't know what's going on, but uh, I might have to chill out because I lost some money last night. I'm not happy about it. Maybe I look to college basketball or the underdogs did well last night. Remember how the NBA favorites? Yeah. Now the tables have turned. It's the underdogs. Um, last night was interesting, but yeah, the the Warriors, I don't know what's going on with them. I mean, to me, and I know we're going to get to it later in the show, but this is the Suns conference to lose. Um, not agree. a... I don't I don't know what's going on with these warriors. Yeah, you um, mentioned banged the dogs. up, but yeah. You mentioned the dogs last night. Uh the Trailblazers go into Milwaukee and win that game outright by 15 points. They were the 11 and a half point underdogs. They beat the Bucks 122-107 and then obviously the Bucks didn't have Giannis. Right. Um, which played a big role, but they were they were up big in that game. Like that was a runaway. Like they, I I kept looking at that score I'm like, "Wait a second." Um, the Trailblazers are up big, but the Trailblazers aren't anybody though. Like for them to go on the road and beat a good team by 15 uh, is pretty remarkable. Uh, one of the best teams. I <laughs> yeah. know. Then the Pelicans beat the Raptors as three and a half point dogs. And then the Clippers as six and a half point dogs beat the Warriors. I was on the Warriors. I decided to bet on them. Bad idea. I'm not doing that anymore. And then the Magic, um, they were plus 11. They covered but lost to the Nuggets. So very, very good day for NBA underdogs on Monday. I'm curious if now this is a trend that we're going to see. We saw the favorites last week. Um, maybe the pendulum swinging the other way. Um, I think, what, Thursday? Is that the last Thursday. game before the All-Star break? Yeah. Yep. So. And we're going to, yeah, we'll talk a lot of NBA as the show goes along. But let's hit a couple of things you mentioned there. The, the Warriors last night, I heard Steve Kerr after the game talk about how bad their defense has been for seven games now. They've really fallen off. Like, they're, they're and look, they're not bad. They're, no they're Draymond Green, right? That's that's, a, that's it. I think, I think Draymond Green's defensive player of the year. Candidacy has taken a big jump watching their defense without him. I and mean, they can't guard anybody. I mean, the Clippers had 119 points last night. And they're throwing out guys like Mann and Jackson and Zubak and Morris and Batum. Like, they don't have Paul George out there. They don't have Kawhi Leonard out there. To give up 119 points to that team, that's bad. It's I mean, embarrassing. They're, they're, it is. And, and they wasted a great Curry night. Curry had eight three-pointers, and they lost. I mean, when we look at NBA futures, I don't know if I could trust the Warriors. It seems like it was only like, I don't know, a month or two ago we were talking about, oh, the Warriors are back. This team seems flawed to me. Yeah, they've definitely fallen down. And, and I, a part of this, I wonder if it's just a long season, older team. that like They don't need to win all the like, – they, they might just kind of be saving things for the postseason and um, you know kind of resting themselves, but – I mean, Clay's still working his way back in, right? He, was, he had 27 minutes last night, only three shots made, three of 14. Like, he's still – it's like preseason for Clay Thompson. So, that's hurt them a bit there, kind of working everything back in. Now, the other side of this is the Nets actually got a win. The Nets are waiting on Ben Simmons to play now, but they incorporate Andre Drummond. They incorporate uh, – He Curry had a great game. Seth yep. Curry and Drummond had outstanding games, and it kind of seems like this – the Nets won this. I mean, 
bye bye James Harden. Don't let the door hit you on the way out because they they went snapped what an eleven game losing streak. Yeah, and I heard them after the game talk about how it's like it's cohesion now and everyone wants to be there. Let's hear from Andre Drummond after the game uh, on the Nets win. You know, for us, we we have a great group of guys. You know, guys that are missing right now. Uh, we've got to wait for them to get healthy, but once everybody gets back, I think we'll be very, very good and make a very good push in the playoffs. So Nets win last night. They really blew the doors off the Kings. They pulled away. Curry had a good game. Drummond had a good game. Obviously, they're waiting for Ben, who uh, we'll talk today. I think 1130 Easter, Ben Simmons is going to speak for the first time since the playoffs last year. So that'll be interesting. Everyone in Philadelphia is all ready. up in arms that he's back. You know, Are you doing setting. a show tonight? Uh, I'm actually going to be on this afternoon. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll cool. be talking about it. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. The other thing, Aaron, last night, how about DeMar DeRozan? We've talked about oh. him a lot on this show. Uh, I am so happy you brought this up because I just took him to win MVP. I think he could – he might shoot up. Like, if you don't get him today, there might not be that much value on him. So, Listen, this dude is on an absolute tear right now. 40 points, seven assists, three boards. He shot 67% from the field. Uh, he's the first player for the Bulls to have a streak of seven straight 30-point games since Michael Jordan did it in 96-97. Um, he's also shot 50% or more during this streak, and that matches only Wilt Chamberlain in NBA history. Some places you can find him at plus 4,000 to win the MVP. He um, he tied Wilt last night. This is amazing. He ties Wilt Chamberlain, NBA record, six straight 35-point games. Like, this is... Wilt, Kobe, Michael, Harden, like, this is He's rare put, air. Yeah, I think it's time to discuss him as an MVP because if he breaks Wilt's record this week, don't you think the the value's going to be gone there? It's going to change. Let's hear from the uh, last night. Uh, first his shot and then him talking after the game. DeRozan against Bates Diop. Yes! I was just telling somebody the other day, I'm a big boxing fan, and one of my favorite boxers is Floyd. And I remember having a conversation with Floyd um, years ago, how he approached fights, you know, and, and for him, it's about collecting data in the first couple of rounds of what his opponent liked to do, how he could just break them down. You know, I always talk about the championship rounds when it come to, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten round where you could kind of hear your opponent, you know, breathing a little bit harder, you know, dropping the hands, you know, the same analogy and approach I take with, with basketball, you know, and just picking them apart, understanding how defense going to play me, player, aggressive, game flow. You know, it's just me collecting so much data early in the game and, and kind of picking it apart as the game goes on. You know what's interesting about that? And I know you, you bet him for MVP. They have all these injuries. They're only a half a game out of first place, top of the Eastern Conference. If they finish at number one, isn't this the definition of valuable? Like, he's carrying yes. them right now. And you have to look at um, the the team's record. I agree. Right. Um, you know, they're a half game back behind Miami, right? Um, yep. I'm just happy for DeMar DeRozan. Uh, what, he's 32 years old. I used to live in Toronto watched him all these years to see things coming together for him is pretty special yeah he, he's a better player than i used to give him credit for he's really developed into an excellent nba shooter guard joe g aaron hawksworth it's becky Daly on the other side let's dive into tonight's nba card 
There's a lot here. A lot of good games on the board, including the Celtics and the Sixers. We'll talk about it next right here on the Beck UL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.